You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. That's a really, really funny one thing that I don't want to continue talking about. I think that's super funny. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football, football mashup podcast. I'm your host, Asa Smith, with you, as always, to talk about football and also football and how those things rarely interact, but sometimes do, I promise. Um, we have uh, big news this week, Then, and this is before we get started into the normal goings-on, but uh, we are proud to announce, we are happy to announce, as of October 1st, we are officially uh, part of the Touchline Media Group. Um, which is one of the preeminent podcasting networks uh, based out of London. Um, we are their American subsidiary for pointy ball things, but uh, nothing changes on our end. We're still going to do the same stuff, um, doing all the same U.S. men's national team stuff and soccer stuff, but also you know football, and, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll be able to, uh, to fulfill that role for our, for our British friends and also continue providing that content that you all know and love. Um, so, uh, keep a heads up there. There probably won't be any changes for you, the listener, but maybe there will, you might get some, uh, guests who have funny accents, uh, and that'll be fun. So this week's episode, uh, continues to be sponsored by the anchor app, as well as the Smith workforce management group. Um, check them out at smithworkforce.com. Um, and we are going to get right into it with co-host Stumpy. How's it going coach? It's uh, going pretty well up here in that Bar Harbor. So, uh, you know, had some clam chowder today. Had some lobster. It's a it's a nice day. I, I I suppose we should tell the the folks at home that you are in fact in the Northeast. And uh, uh, is that a Kennedy or a Hepburn? I don't know. It's Joe Quimby. You know what? That's that's better. So uh, <laughs> a modified Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> what Kennedy really sounded like? Right. 
not like Ken- Kennedy when he, when he was was bitching about the fact that the French waiter was not saying chowder right. Kennedy when he gave in to the three scotches. Yeah, you never want to give in to the three scotches. No. How, how, how many episodes in a row are we going to reference John Kennedy? Uh, I don't know. Four. No, he's not. The, I don't know what number he was. 36. Sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. uh, okay. So, uh, so some, some soccer happened this weekend. And also uh, we are previewing uh, the, the world cup window because um, as I mentioned in the opening, we are delaying next week's episode by a couple hours so that we can get a review of game one in. Uh, you may or may not be available because you're in the Northeast where they are famously spotty on cell reception. I should be fine. Yeah, well, that's true. But I should be <laughs> fine on uh, – I should be there because we get uh, Wi-Fi, so I should be at least available. Welcome to our production meeting. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm not murdered in the Northeast. Uh, just to the extent that it is necessary, uh, I will not be in the Northeast in the next week. So if he is, uh, it's not my fault. It, investigate him first. He'll never catch me. <laughs> okay, um, so we actually are we actually talking soccer? Uh, Mo yeah. had himself a game. Mo had have himself you, a game. Have you seen what uh, like his ranks are or his stats are since he joined? I guess since he joined the Premier League in 2017, he has like 136 scoring chances. That that seems high. Right, it, it's Harry, Harry Kane is also over 100, I believe. Uh, and he was second, but he's like at like 104. Wow. And I Harry mean, the, Kane is a striker and Mo is, I mean, ostensibly a striker, but he's, he's a winger. He, well, he's a winger in a strikerless system. So like whatever, but still. right. It's, it's insane. The, the dude is just, and it's, I guess it's even more impressive because there's been a couple of times where not the, which one was his, his historic season, 2018. It was uh, it was the year. Was it the year they won the Champions League over Tottenham? So 2019. Uh, 20, 2018. No, 20, yeah, okay. 18-19. That sounds right. And then everybody thought that he was washed last year because he was like he only scored in the twenties and goals or something. Yeah. And, he, and he won the Golden Boot too, didn't he? No, Kane did. Kane did. Okay, but Mo he was challenging. Mo was challenging him. Yeah. It, it's uh, if you just go look at his stats, they're just absolutely insane. Like for somebody that people have thought was washed multiple times, like the dude is just putting up numbers. Yeah, I mean he's he's uh, the thing is is that like in in a Klopp system without a natural striker to play next to him, like he is the guy who would score. But you know Sadio Mane would too, and he seems to not score. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you maybe it's a deferral to Mo, but it, it it's neither here nor there. Uh, Mo is very good at, at putting the ball in and around the net. Um, and also, like he, the way he did it, at, at least today, um, it was like, like I hesitate to say that like any manner of playing soccer is better than any other, because I think that like there's a lot of cultural reasons why certain countries play a certain way, blah, 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 blah. It looked Brazilian and beautiful. Well, he just, I was going to say, it's not necessarily it looks Brazilian, but he just looks so smooth in everything he does. That's something that like, even with other Premier League strikers, it just doesn't like, um, I guess Kane doesn't usually look that smooth, but the one I was really thinking of was 
Vardy looks kind of herky jerky, and you look at somebody like uh, Holland. Holland, uh, it's it's not necessarily herky jerky or smooth, but there's just so much power behind it that it doesn't look yeah. necessarily as smooth. Like Mo just looks. There's no other word for it. Sm- like it's it's effortless, and he like most of his kicks are clean. He doesn't like kind of half miss balls that like bounce into the net. It's just a solid strike and just boom. So I, I actually think, and they play nothing alike. So this comparison is limited to, to that sort of last point, but I think Robert Lewandowski has sort of that similar, like, it's not like he's getting crap goals. It's like, yeah. he'll get, he'll get tappins. Like he'll get goals just because he's around the front of the net, but like he very rarely miss hits. Right. And it's, and- it's, and it's, or like, to not to this degree, but Messi or Ronaldo. Like if Ronaldo is making contact with that ball, and like let's say he like knocks into the ground and it dribbles in, you know he did that on pur- like that was on purpose. That was a purposeful right. move. It wasn't like a Vardy where he just missed his shot and got lucky. I what I appreciate about Vardy and like you mentioned this herky jerkiness. Yeah, I think that that's why he's stuck around everywhere because like you know you it's know those, yeah like you know those those uh pitchers whose curveballs are like 75. Yeah. And you're like, are you are you throwing at 75 because you want to or because you literally can't get it where it's supposed to be? Right. But, but every hitter is like, fuck, I can't catch up to this. Right. He's he's <laughs> he's turning into like the Jamie Moyer of the Premier League. It's don't all, say that name. Don't say it's, that name. <laughs> it's it's like the 40-year-old guy at the YMCA. Like he has a very specific set of skills. He knows how to execute perfectly but that's it like he's not gonna out athletic you he's not gonna outwork you he's just got he knows his six moves he's just gonna put them on repeat and five of the six times he's gonna be successful and he he uh he also got a goal this afternoon but then lester didn't come out for the second half uh no they did not they decided to take that one off yeah i I like to believe that our good friend jamie had some gin at halftime it was like eh (laughs) <laughs> this one's this one's in the bag, mate. We don't have to try any harder. Yeah, that I don't know. Not why. English. Yeah. I don't know why he became Australian there. Yeah, that's actually the best Australian accent I've ever done. It's the only time I'm not trying. Um, uh, there's there's something to that. Um, we should mention, I suppose, for a second, the fact that so Tottenham Tottenham played today. I watched none of it because woo! I had my my Sunday league game, uh, in which I, I mentioned this in the football segment. So look out for that. Uh, but uh, we all, I'm letting you know now. Uh, it was zero zero at halftime, and we lost seven one. That's just impressive. Yeah, I was. I mean, did the goalie go home? No, but we we the other team was like had like fifteen players. We had eleven, and then one of our players tore his hamstring. So, oh, like actually, I uh, I don't think so. But it looked oh. bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh. <laughs> As much as conditioning matters for professional athletes, for intramural athletes, matters way more. Way more. <laughs> way, way more. more. There is uh, much bigger of a cliff to fall off there. Yeah. So uh, so we we that was a thing. But anyway, so the, the reason I bring up Tottenham because I didn't watch is um, only to say that seven games in and with all the hand wringing and consternation, Tottenham remains ahead of Arsenal in the table. It's all that matters. Tottenham. All that matters. <laughs> Tottenham four three and zero, uh yeah, and and and, and uh, Arsenal's three three and one. Such a weird. All right, whatever. 
Uh, um, such a weird thing. Yeah. So Tottenham, Tottenham took over Villa two one. Yep. Um, and Tottenham so it was delightful. Yeah, that's that's or delighted. Yeah. Um, Sunny, Sunny created the goals, which was good. Um, also, uh, the other, the other like notable thing that happened today from like a we give a shit perspective. Yeah. Um, was that uh, Tim Weah is like playing regularly? Oh wait, Bayern Munich lost. Haha. <laughs> but uh, Tim Weah is playing regularly, and Conrad De La Fuente is not. Um, I, I bring that up only to say that there were a lot of people when the when the um, roster came out, they were super pissed because Conrad was in form and he, he didn't get chosen. And Greg Berhalter has an MLS agenda, which whatever. But he's it's not true. like he's not playing like he's not even getting on the field. So yeah. like you, you, you can say that he's more talented than Paul Ariola, and he is. Um, but if you're not playing, you can't get called up to the national team because like they don't have time to get your shit together. <laughs> right. Um, but, but Tim way, did play, got an assist. It was fun. We we're all happy. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about this, uh, this window, um, two home games, one road game, which, which game are you most excited about? Jamaica. And why is that? So, I mean, obviously, I think Jamaica is more of a bellwether test for the U.S. men's national team as opposed to other nations. Um, so it's it's not necessarily like a Mexico, but like Jamaica is consistently good. So it's something that we can at least measure ourselves against. Uh, and I'm also kind of just I mean, the, the first game of every window Burhalter has coached has always been the most interesting, I think, because nobody seems to know what the fuck he's going to do like on a game to game basis, but it, it seems amplified on the first game of the window because you kind of get some ideas um, right. where he's going to go. But like the first game is always like it's waiting for the roster. Plus the first game, it's like, okay, well, is he going to bring Weston? Is he going to bring this guy? What, where do we think the formation's going to go? Why does he only have two fullbacks? This is not going to go well. um yes fair uh so i think the 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 uh the jamaica squad that they called up which i'm trying to get uh pulled up right now and it won't load but so they have arguably the best goalkeeper in mls uh in andre blake and that that always is something to be concerned about uh, because a hot keeper like that that extends across um, sports, but more importantly is um, they they're bringing in Leon Bailey, who's probably the best player in Concacaf, uh, given Christian uh, Gio and Raúl Jiménez not being there. Um, Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies is the best player in your Concacaf. You're right, second best cut player in Concacaf, Leon Bailey. Yep. Um, because because of those uh, aforementioned absences, and Diego Linus sucks. At me, <laughs> at me. Um, so at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the 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 game with Jamaica is that they are they're strong in attack, like they do have strength in their attack, and they have strength at goal. But the midfield and the defense is is championship level. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me that there is a Concacaf team that is strong on the attack and strong in goal, but struggles defensively and with a midfield? No, that can't be correct. I think that if we wanted to break that down specifically, that is everybody. 
literally uh, every team <laughs> literally every team um so but the, the the notable part about this from my perspective and 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 i think that it'll be interesting is because um it will test our the defensive ability of our fullbacks and yes. that's that's not something our fullbacks are good at right so i wouldn't be surprised if like talk what you you know you've been mentioning that like the most interesting thing that burhalter does is is in game one like schematically who starts who he doesn't remember last time he started yedlin on the right dest on the left yep we were like what the shit dude and started reen and we were like what the shit dude and uh turns out bringing one right back if dest is a left back is not a good thing yep um so this time we got five fullbacks which is great um but i wouldn't be surprised to see that three four two one that we occasionally see from from greg because I think that this is another example of, of something where it's like, okay, we, there is a guy on the other team that we need to deal with. Right. And, uh, you know, not that, that you, you change your whole game plan, but I, I think that it's important to, to deal with Leon Bailey. Cause I mean, I think it's, yeah. It's not changing your game plan though. Right. Like you can still pretty much run your game and just shade Bailey's side. Well, the, the, the question is, is that what do you do with Dest? Because Dest is defensively questionable. Sure. Let's 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 be nice and say it like that. Uh, <laughs> There's questions surrounding his defense. Uh, he fundamentally uninterested in playing defense. <laughs> um. So so it'll be interesting to see if if you put Dest on the left just to say like hey like don't worry about it and you put um you put Yedlin on the right or Moore on the right and say like hey track back whatever yeah um and but or maybe you you go three back and you say Dest don't worry about it like just bomb forward and don't even don't even consider it i, th- I think that'll be interesting um and then uh so so that game is is thursday at 7 30 eastern um Thank god yeah this this whole window is great for the east coast i'm not happy um sunday sunday we go to panama um 5 45 p.m on on sunday so or sorry 8 45 p.m on sunday um and that game i think will be interesting because i think that this is a better example of like do you just leave people home? Like if you start John Brooks in game one, do you just like leave him in, in Columbus or wherever they're playing that first game, Cincinnati, Austin? I don't know. Um, uh, shit. Actually, I just don't know. That first game is in Austin, I think. Oh, okay. Um, That's not right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So like, do you just like leave him in Texas and say like, Hey, uh, meet us in, um, meet us in Philly for, or Columbus for, for, for the game against Costa Rica. Like, is there some contingent of players who you just don't even bring? I, I don't know if you can do well. Because yeah. think about it. like, like you, you can only carry so many people on your bench. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, uh, and like, if you overwork somebody in the first, I mean, I mean, hopefully it's like a Tyler Adams. So you don't even take Tyler and just give him a ten day rest or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it would end up being like a week. Like he would get a week sure. off. But that's still a week that he didn't get before, and we don't have to run him 270 minutes into the ground. Yeah, I think I think if you can if you can beat Jamaica, and you say, all right, uh, Kellen Kellen Acosta, you need to go balls to the wall for 90 against Panama on the road. Can you yeah. do that? Yeah. Yes, good. And then and and you just play more. You know, especially with this lack of geo, lack of Christian lineup, I think right. that you can go to Panama and be like super cynical about it. Just be like, right. "Fuck you! We're we're going low block, and we're better than you at it." Right. Um. So I wouldn't. I I don't know that Greg will do that because I think Greg has a certain amount of pride to him. But um. 
pragmatically that makes sense. Yeah, pragmatically that's the thing to do. And then and then the the last game is that Costa Rica game in Columbus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, where I assume uh, Urban Meyer will be still hanging out at that bar. <laughs> um, his bar. His bar. Urban uh, Steakhouse. <laughs> did, so did, did you, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw it, but it was going around social media today that he put out a, a uh, statement apologizing. He said, you know, like, I want to apologize to my, my wife, Shelly, and my kids and my grandkids. And that's a long fly ball from Nick Castellanos. To left field. Uh, to left and that'll field. be a four zero fall game. I don't know if I'm going to be the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars again. <laughs> I did see that. I thought that I thought that whole scenario was hilarious too because he got caught in Ohio State pullover. I mean, that Urban Steakhouse has to be in Columbus, right? It is. It's in uh, it's in Short North neighborhood, which is like the young urban professionals neighborhood. Yeah, right. So like he was like he wasn't. Well, I guess they played in Cincinnati, so that makes more sense. But yeah, he and, was. A, yeah. I mean, this wasn't subtle. No, (laughs) there was no like, I'm not, I'm not Urban Meyer. It was like, no, you're you're at Urban Meyer Pint House, (laughs) Steakhouse in an in an Ohio State pullover. Not even in like Jacksonville gear, which even funnier. Um, I think that he knows that he will not be Jacksonville's head coach by I I, like like at at this point you got to be like checking the clock. Well, I mean, the question's more: Is he leaving or is he getting fired? Uh, it might be one of those like uh. I'm going to quit before you can fire me scenarios. It might be. Yeah. I it, but like everybody has him pegged is out the door already on the way to USC, but it, Hey man, if Brian Kelly keeps fucking up, maybe he can go to Notre Dame after all. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he wants to, but like, that's the thing is that like, it, it it's so interesting the way that like urban Meyer and, and just this is to tie us back to the segment that we're actually talking about here, but urban Meyer behaves as if he is like, a, a European soccer coach where it's like, oh, I lost four games. I assume I'm being fired. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas like an NFL coach is like, I'm 0-4, but you will give me two more years to quote, implement my system, unquote. Right. Is your, is right. your system the same as everybody else's? Yes. Okay, great. Um, whereas like Ronald Komen, you know, had a bad start to the season and everybody was like, why isn't he not fired yet? <laughs> it's like, why does he still have a job? <laughs> Listen, we're getting around to it. It's it's there's it, I, I bet it's something stupid like it's like if he makes it to October fifteenth his buy his buy out half yeah, yeah yeah it's something stupid like that it's like no no we believe in Ronald Komen it's like no you don't you're trying to save money <laughs> yeah no and uh, with that I think we should give the vote of confidence to this episode and uh, you know call it. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out. Completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like... 
you got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. Well, you know, any any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can. I can. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Burke. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Berhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need a second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, Greg. that's incredibly wrong. Um, but, you know, people listen to our, our podcast and they, they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It, it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. <laughs> Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. Are what more do you need than those three? Right. Our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What do you, what do you want? Um, so here's, here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pray, paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos, could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're... we're we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. Your uh, ideas intrigue me, and I would like to sub- subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button, and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, So it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So do you want to do the call to action or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. (laughs) This is a professional podcast. So... Dear listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So just go straight to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. Of- how we doing, Angus? Not too bad. Twigs, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I, uh, I, I, I suppose this is the wrong segment to talk about this, but uh, the uh, the Sunday League soccer game went really well for a half, and then we lost seven one. Went well for a half, and then you lost 
I feel like you just yada yada pretty badly there. <laughs> I did. I did. It was it was zero zero at half. Uh-huh. And then uh uh, one of our players, we only had 11, they had like 15, so they were subbing in and out, and one of our players okay. tore, tore his hamstring. Oh, that's bad. And then we moved our right back, who was playing really well, up front, and we moved some guy from up front to the right back, and he was slow. And the all other team right had, back, everything. All right back, everything, except that he was bad at it. And then we let up six goals in a row. And then we scored, then we let up the last one. Well, I mean, you're also going 10 against 11. That's not... It's not great. Yeah, in the best of times, that doesn't go well, and we yeah. are very good. So, uh, do do they let you sub in and out? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not it's it's not like hockey. It's like uh, basketball rules. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Um, Got it. Yeah, not hockey, but basketball. So we've yeah. now mentioned four sports on this. You want to talk Better about not. golf? That's not not the American football. Definitely not the college version. No, certainly not. We should talk about that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um. Let's start with uh. Michigan because ostensibly yeah. that game was closer. Uh, yeah, yeah, and also I, I don't I don't know how much you could possibly learn from Michigan State except for the fact that they gave up twenty one points to Western Kentucky. Thirty one, and I thirty one. I, I can I I can actually tell you a lot. Uh, but we'll, right. we'll get there. But so right. so Michigan. So why why don't you give me your your overall take and then we can sort of break it down. I am happy as a clam, Twigs. Interesting. Uh, when was the last time you were happy in October with Michigan football? I, it's been it's been a minute. I think probably since like Wilton Spate. Um, is that the 2016 team? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's the 2016 team. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy. I, I think that was like the most fun Michigan game I've watched in like a, a really a really long time. Um, not. I mean, haven't like thought about it too too in depth, but I don't know. I mean, I think like. They answered the bell on just about every critique, except for the fact that, I don't know, I mean, I I think Cade is still, um, he's a little, he's definitely still inaccurate in the intermediate throws. Um, And then they were also doing that weird thing where they were putting in McCarthy every once in a while, which like, I think that's so dumb. That that feels so Friday Night Lights to me. Yeah, it's right. (laughs) I mean, he's going back to the JD McCoy comparison. Um, I'm just saying like, like there's a lot in common. JD, JJ, McCarthy, McCoy, McCoy. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really, um, it's, 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 Cade, Cade, Matt Saracen, McNamara. Yeah. Cade, Matt Saracen. We're not going to fully appreciate this man who has not thrown an interception and has not, I I don't know. I mean, he's, he's good. Like he's, he's a very, he's pretty like pretty much what you want out of a big 10 quarterback except for the fact that like he doesn't excel at really anything um which is i don't know i mean that's there's something to be said for that though um, i mean here, here's what i'm going to say about that i don't think you can win a big 10 title like that but no Wisconsin, no you can't like he's not gonna he's not gonna beat ohio state no but 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 i think that that you've that that there is uh about a hundred years of evidence from big 10 football that says that your quarterback doesn't need to win you games he needs to not lose you games yeah yeah exactly so so yeah, no, I think he's still he's still having some trouble with the intermediate throws, which I, I don't. Maybe I, I think it's, I think it has something to do with the fact that like again he, he, he's very good at reading the defense before the snap. He locks in on his first read and then he doesn't come off the first read. But then when he does come off the first read, that's where he gets into some issues with the intermediate throws because I, I have to assume that that isn't the first read. Um, so then he's either rushing it, he doesn't have it well timed. I, I don't know what it is, but there was that, and then also like. I've seen some complaints about the running game and how it like 
only had like three and a half yards average against Wisconsin, which I mean, Wisconsin doesn't do much super well, but they do have a great run defense. So like we did better against them than anyone else has. And that includes Notre Dame. So um, yeah, I mean, no, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame are clown frauds. I, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so my takeaway from the, from the Wisconsin game um, and, and this is, this is, you know, almost pissy is, is less about Michigan. I think Wisconsin's bad. And I think yeah. that, yeah. that it's, it's, it's like, and look, like you got, you can only play the teams on your schedule and, and Camp Randall is still Camp Randall. Right. But right. I mean, like, like winning, winning there is, is still, I mean, it's that's, still that's difficult. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, you, like, like Wisconsin. I mean, just, you know, it's a one-to-one Wisconsin yeah. basketball can suck, but going to Cole sucks. Like oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's just a yeah. bad experience. And Michigan handled their business. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll say this. I, I think that, that Wisconsin, like a lot of what's going on with Wisconsin is everybody looks the same, right? Like it's like, oh, they've, they've got a fullback number 44. They've got an offensive line that's entirely yeah. from. They need, they need a Jonathan Taylor. Like they need a, a stud running back for it to work. And they don't have that this year. And it's weird because they've had it forever. Like, yeah. you know, Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Melvin Gordon, you know, whoever it was. Yeah. Um, like they've, they've been able to sort of replenish that well, but I don't see anybody in the, in the current, in the current setup. And also Graham Mertz is bad. Like, and, and he's, and, he's bad, but also like before the half, he was starting to hit those throws, which like made me like pretty, pretty nervous. Um, he's not going like, to put it together. He's bad. What? He's bad. Like he's not going to put it together. He's not, he's never going to be like, best quarterback by ranking in the big 10 outside of Ohio. like he sucks he, he's just like at a yeah, certain he's, point he's you, not good you, yeah you forget that his first game as a starter against illinois he was perfect yeah like yeah yeah you know? i mean and then also like him him going out with the rib injury in the in the third quarter like that that, that just yeah. meant that the second half like they didn't stand a chance <laughs> yeah so and the thing and and like you know Wisconsin, you assume Wisconsin is going to be good because, like, we as college football fans, we look at laundry, right? Like, you look at – and it, it's why Florida State sucking is so funny. Mm-hmm. is because they still look like Florida State. Yeah, yeah. But they're not. Yeah, they're not. You know? <laughs> and it, it's like it's like that, The you know, when every now and then, like, one of these, like, really, like, storied teams just, like, sucks. It's funny because they still look the same. Like, right. that year that, that, that Michigan State went 3-9 and – Notre Dame also went four and eight and they looked like Notre Dame. <laughs> right. But they sucked and it was great. So I think, I think Wisconsin sucks, but you know, I, I think not to take anything away from Michigan, you can only play the teams on your schedule. And if you look at the schedule, Michigan doesn't play a, a serious team until, until Michigan state. And we'll talk about that in a second. Cause we're going to, we're going to bet something on air, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to bet something on air for sure. Um, yeah. But, but like <laughs> towards you're, you're, the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I we'll talk about that game as it gets closer, but we're we're gonna just keep making reference to it because it's horrifying. Yeah. Um and but 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 like the idea that, that Michigan has now what, Northwestern and Nebraska? Yeah, so Nebraska at home at night, I think That's that, a tough that, game. That's, that's yeah, a, that's a that's a much that's harder a game. game than like than what we're I think than what we're anticipating because Nebraska's terrible. But Nebraska at night in Lincoln, that's and, hard. And they that's, and that's they really just, hard. And they just humiliated Northwestern. Now that's not saying much. But yeah, I, I I if I were if I were Harbaugh, I would be looking back at the twenty sixteen Iowa game and then like putting that game up for, for the team because 
there there are going to be some images of that kind like that kind of atmosphere um yeah which like because nebraska again we talked about those fans have nothing else going on and they're going to pack the stadium and it's going to be a night game so. and, and and look the thing is with nebraska and and you know you look at nebraska if they don't lose to illinois okay if that game was not week one it was week seven mm-hmm. you're looking at a team that just humiliated northwestern took yep. michigan state to overtime yeah had had oklahoma by you know lost to oklahoma by a touchdown yep. and blew out everybody else that they played and you'd say to yourself shit this is a good team <laughs> but yeah but we have that that week zero illinois stinker and we're like well no they suck but i i actually don't think that they do i think that they're and the thing is, it'll be very interesting because their run defense is legit. I mean, Kenneth yeah. Walker, Kenneth Walker has not slowed down except for Nebraska. Like yeah. they, they bottled him up. And yeah. and ultimately Michigan State won that game because uh Jaden Reed is really freaking good. Yeah. But you know, the 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 Jaden Reed of Michigan is currently in sweats. So, yeah. you know, the question is is like can Roman Wilson, can Cornelius Johnson, can any of these other guys sort of can they break that secondary a little bit? And can yeah, and, and Cade and think, hit them? I mean, they they did against Wisconsin. Um, I, I don't. Know. I mean, I also think that like the coaching staff is weird to say, but I think they've they've earned some credit here. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I like. I was also. It's it's a weird. It, it's like a weird like I don't know feelings bally thing. But I, I did I did like the the planned jump around thing from the from the Michigan team. Um, I, I don't know if you saw it, but they not. like in order to counteract the effects of jump around that the team decided to also jump around. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's... No, I appreciate it, too. I mean, it's like a good like trolley thing. It's it's fun for the team. It seemed uh, like Harbaugh got involved. So. so this is this is breaking news, literally breaking news. The oh. AP poll has been released. Oh, yeah. What number do you think Michigan is? Oh, I, I already know. Oh, OK. So, <laughs> so Michigan number nine. Oh, I thought we were eight. Nope. Number nine, Michigan ah. State, number 11. Apocalypse, it's happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so let's talk about Michigan State a little bit because I think, I think our takeaway from Michigan is, like, good. Yeah, good. 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 Not great. I think that there are two great teams in the country right now. Yeah, uh, no, everyone's in agreement on that. <laughs> yeah, there are two great teams. And then there's, like, like, if you tell me any team from really, like, three to 12, between you know Iowa, Penn State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Oregon, Michigan, BYU, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, like any of those teams are three through twelve, I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, all right, wait, hang on. Speaking of clown frauds, I kind of think Penn State might be there. So I've been thinking about that. I, I was talking with uh, my brother because we were we were going through the Michigan State. Like he he does this th- the same thing that I do with Detro- the Detroit Red Wings, which yeah. is he refuses to pay attention until they earn it. <laughs> yeah and okay. so and so i get a text message uh, after the nebraska game and he's like all right i'm in and i responded well that's a mistake but okay <laughs> and yeah. and then you know like last night we were we were talking about it a little bit about penn, like he was like okay so you've got michigan penn state ohio state those are your games the rest of the way because mm-hmm. you know you're you know maryland Rutgers, indiana whatever yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. you know but but penn i was saying penn state like okay they 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 beat wisconsin by six they beat Auburn by at home in a whiteout. Like, okay. I, Who's not I, good. I mean, Auburn's not good. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not sold on them. I, I did send one of the funniest text messages in retrospect ever uh, to the group chat on Friday night <laughs> or Friday afternoon where I was like, Iowa clown frauds. 
And then they reeled <laughs> off like 51 straight points. Oh, I, I didn't say in the group chat. I was I was at a, a at a bar with like a bunch of Maryland fans. And we were like oh. sitting outside and occasionally like we'd hear some cheering and we'd be like, what are they cheering about? And then we walked in and saw those Maryland fans like watching the Iowa game. This is like right around when you sent that text like, ah. Oh, they might be clown frauds. And then like 10 minutes later, a, a bunch of like really, really sad 20-something Maryland fans. Hilarious. <laughs> but you repeat yourself. Um, so so number 11, Michigan State, had Western Kentucky. So I want to say this about Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky has one of the most interesting team building stories that I've ever heard. I didn't know about it until until I started like paying attention this week. But they they had a full like team transplant. They took the offensive coordinator, the quarterback, and two wide receivers from the best FCS offense last year. Oh, wow. Like they Good just went them. straight they and took, rated like, the App State route. <laughs> yep. Just straight rated their passing offense and then instituted that offense. Oh, um okay. they I mean Bailey Zappi, he threw the ball sixty-three times. Um for and, that's, and that's here's a the lot. Thing. He threw this ball six, 63 times for 7.4 yards per attempt, which is like around good. You know, it's not exceptional. It's good. It's fine. Um, well, if you're throwing 60 times and like getting up to seven is, I don't know if that's like a huge feat. <laughs> well, no, no. Seven per attempt. Like, okay. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, like okay. that's like, like the magic number for like a, a solid passing attack is 7.5 per attempt because you assume okay. whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, So... The thing about it is it's 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 pure, pure distilled Hal Muma air raid, but like <laughs> properly done, not like Mike Leach. I've decided that I'm only playing four plays here. Like <laughs> okay. it was it was it was actually like like from a tactical technical standpoint, like fascinating to watch. So did this did this feel kind of like playing a service academy? Yes. Yeah, okay. it had it had that feel because that like sucks. it was like Michigan State. I mean. The thing is, is that like the same way that like if you blink against a, a, a service academy, you're like, wait a minute, why is this game so close? Yeah. So Michigan State was up 42 to six at half, 42 to 16 at half. Okay. And you're like, oh, okay, this game's over. And then in the middle of the fourth quarter, you're like, why is it 45 to 31? And <laughs> it was because like, and Michigan State, um, I think that they acknowledge that their corners aren't good enough uh-huh. because they play like super bend don't break like they just yeah, give up yeah, seven yeah, yard, okay. seven yard yeah. inches over and over again yeah it's soft coverage yeah and and that's fine like like know your know your personnel like don't play press if you don't have it don't right yep. um <laughs> but so so they they played this like super soft coverage and the, the thing that i learned you know you're right like there's not much to learn against western kentucky like the the team building aspect was funny as hell and if michigan state ever needs to reload in a hurry just like fucking raid transfer, whoever transfer portal <laughs> i mean they did that the first no no i'm just saying like go take yeah. the, the north dakota state offense yeah it's like all right everybody let's go <laughs> yeah let's go um yeah, yeah, yeah but but beyond that I, I what i learned more than anything else is that um jaden reed is is a dude and i thought that he was a guy you know like i thought he was like a really good wide receiver he he uh-huh. can do things that break defenses and that's what you want out of a receiver right like you need them to shift their defensive coverage to account for it uh-huh. and he can do that and that's that's the interesting thing because the question is is whether peyton thorne can hit him because basically anytime peyton thorne sees a post from Jaden reed he throws it the problem with that is that not everybody is playing middle of the field open coverage uh-huh. so he almost gave up like the same pick two weeks in a row early on like a deep post route Got it. Okay. Um, so against the size disguised coverages, I guess that'll be like a pick your own adventure. Like, Hey, who knows? <laughs> um, but 
it, it, it's very interesting. Also, I think Michigan State is like I, I've said on this podcast that I think that they're a year ahead. Um, I think that they're two years ahead on the skill positions. I think that they're exactly where we think they are on the offensive line and in the secondary. And a year ahead of quarterback. A year ahead of quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I think. Gotcha. I think. Yeah. So so skill positions, quarterback, and defensive line. They're they're about two years ahead. And everywhere Not else, a bad place so, to be. Yeah. And but but like defensive secondary. And and offensive line, they're about where we thought they would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine because nobody here is really expecting a Big Ten title. You know, it's like I, five and zero oh is is amazing. And if you get to you know nine wins this year, which I think is you know on the table. Yep. Like it's it's a very good year. So I think I think that's what's to be said about about Michigan State. Um, I think that we need to now really acknowledge Michigan and Michigan State both have two games left against Michigan has. Uh, Northwestern and Nebraska. Michigan State has Indiana and Rutgers. Okay, so so right. So Michigan has a chance to lose one of our games. You guys are not going to lose. I, I I mean it's tough because I well think actually I, sorry let me backtrack. Rutgers is act, I I actually think Rutgers is a little bit trickier than what people are giving them credit for. Yeah. Um. I mean obviously like they just farted out a stinker against Ohio State, but like it's Ohio State. It happened. Yeah, it's Ohio State. So. But, like, Shiano is a really good coach, and, like, he can throw some, like, w- really weird crap at your offense, which could force you to lose. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, I think – I don't think Michigan State is going to lose to Rutgers. Michigan Definitely State, not going to lose to Indiana. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that, that Michigan State will be, will be like, you know, depending on you, – you can add or subtract three points for, for where you are. But on a neutral field against these two teams, I think that they're they're an eight-point favorite. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah, so like the chances of going into that game seven and now each pretty high, <laughs> probably above fifty percent at this point. Yeah, um, and that's and, horrifying. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like everybody I talk to about this, like I, I feel like other rivalries. If you're like, oh, uh, we're we're playing at the end of the or we're playing on this date, and everybody's gonna be undefeated. Most people are like, yeah, let's go, let's do this. And every <laughs> Michigan Michigan State fan is like. You're telling me that this game is going to be in East Lansing on Devil's Night with both of these teams undefeated, seven and zero, and top five. Oh my God! <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. That is like it's dangerous. Um, I feel like the schools at this point. That, I mean, obviously they're not doing this. I feel like they should be discussing moving the game to Ford Field. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that the the the, the best Just thing for that's happened, safety. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think the best thing that's ever that that's ever happened for the possibility of this game is the fact that Fox gets to choose its Big Ten game and they put their best game at noon. Yeah, yeah. Because a generation ago or five years ago, this game gets played at eight p.m. on ABC, yep. and that is terrifying. <laughs> um, for those of our listeners who are not from Michigan, by the way, Devil's Night is apparently localized, but the night before Halloween, everybody in the state of Michigan loses their minds. Um, as kids, you like you graffiti, you light things on fire. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. I never did. You never did. Nobody on this podcast I mean, has ever a... done anything felonious. But, <laughs> but this is the night in Detroit, maybe specifically, but certainly Michigan, um, that that things happened. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to the civil rights era. I'm pretty yeah. sure um, yeah. where there were riots in Detroit the night before Halloween. So yeah. they've just decided to carry on the tradition. I don't know why. <laughs> because because we're terrible people. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I think uh what 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 would you like to bet? Obviously, monetary is dumb. Yeah, um, monetary is dumb. I all right. 
I have a like semi-serious idea, but I don't have a goofy idea yet. Semi-serious okay. idea. Send each other some steaks. Some okay. kosher, raw kosher steaks to grow. Okay. Up. I like that. I like that. I think, but I think um, we need a, a, like a stupid idea too. Yeah. So given that the day after is Halloween. Um, I think okay. that there, there, that, that what we can do is we can, and, and, uh, dear listeners, if you want to add us at, uh, at Mr. Mojo rising 89, um, and let us know what the other, the loser should dress up as, and we'll post it on the Twitter, et cetera. Um, uh, I'm going to end up in a penguin suit. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. That is tradition. Um, and we'll, we'll go with that. So elsewhere around the country, I mean, we, we, we talked a lot about our, uh, our dear, dear, dear teams. Um, the the biggest news out of the out of the Midwest, I guess, is the fact that Notre Dame got handled. Yeah, like, they handled? like <laughs> they they like they had a chance and then they blew it. <laughs> but like the thing is, is that like you you look at Notre Dame and and then this, I I said this uh, in the in the group chat last night. Um, maybe Wisconsin quarterbacks of all stripes, whether they currently or are, are former Wisconsin quarterbacks, are just bad. Because okay, so I didn't, I really did not understand this at all. Because like Jack Cohn was not good at Wisconsin, and then he transferred over to Notre Dame, and then Brian Kelly was like, "Okay, you're our starting quarterback," even though you kind of sucked at Wisconsin. But then he has this guy behind Jack Cohn who looked pretty good. He went like, nine for twenty-two. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> there, there were a lot of drops. Still, I'm, like the thing is, is that you have a true freshman from Connecticut. You are not starting a true freshman who is five eleven from Connecticut. Sure, yeah. Like, 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 I don't care. I don't care if he is a five star. If he is five eleven and from Connecticut, you are not starting him as a true freshman. <laughs> okay. Which is why you bring in Jack Cohn because you see a a guy who's got experience starting at the Power Five level. All right, like you can probably handle it for a year. Um, sure. But he can't because he's a Wisconsin quarterback who couldn't beat out Graham freaking Mertz. Um, he but was bad it was he was just bad. Yeah, but the thing is, is that like when Pine came in, from the time Pine came in, they won thirteen to seven. Yeah. Um, and it sh- I mean, should have been fourteen to seven. But like the the thing is, is that like Jack Cohn put them in in a hole. You know, with with what two interceptions? I don't know. I didn't watch the first half of the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like the thing is, is that like you gotta you gotta see, say that like Notre Dame is is bad, like yeah, they're they're probably not good this year. Yeah, so so I I, think, I don't know who they have on the rest of their schedule. Like I know they have Stanford, which is probably a loss now. I I I'll say this about Stanford: I watched a good amount of that Oregon Stanford game, um, because friend of the podcast Tim is a is a big big Oregon fan. Yeah, Oregon got robbed. They yeah. got robbed and like i i very rarely you know this about me i very rarely uh question refs because i think it's like i think it's a loser's bet it's Mm -hmm. like oh well we would have won if the refs would have no no well if it comes if it comes down to that one call it came down to four then that's why you lost is because you let it come down to the one call right and also you're leaving things up to a like college football refs then you're screwing yourself. <laughs> right. Usually that is the answer. But the fact of the matter is, is that like, okay, you're up seven on Stanford on the road. Okay. Like that's, that's good. And then Stanford on the last drive gets two targeting penalties. One of which was completely phantom mm-hmm. on Kayvon Thibodeau, which took their best player out of the game. Yeah. Um, there was a roughing the passer that didn't happen. Straight <laughs> up did not happen. Like he didn't get the quarterback to the ground. 
this is some John O'Neill crap. <laughs> yeah, and and then and then and then there on fourth and goal there was a phantom defensive holding call. Awesome. Like, like at, at a certain point you're like, geez, oh Pete. So I feel bad for for Oregon, um, but also uh, in the group chat, I believe I or, or earlier I said, hey Tim, why don't you uh, live tweet Oregon Stanford? That game is never stressful. So. <laughs> And he, he flat out said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the big, the big, the big other game is um, Florida. Lost yeah. to Kentucky with Kentucky's quarterback throwing for 87 yards and a pick. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I actually, you know who the, 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 there was a, uh, and this is after doing well against Alabama. I, I think that at a certain point, like you're just like, I I don't know. I don't. Uh, it was it was uh, turnovers, I guess. Like I I I don't know either. I mean, they, you, they you also tur- figure that at this point that like Dan Mullen should have that program at a better like they, they should be better than what they are at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, they, Which... they, they they were they the thing about them is that they have had the same problem since Tim Tebow left. Kyle Trask aside, they right. have not had a quarterback. But that's that's the thing, though, is that like that that is like what Dan Mullen is supposed to be really good at. Like he made Des- Dak Prescott, Dak, Dak Prescott. Yeah. So I I mean, like I guess like Michigan has this like the same like ill fated logic that oh the the good quarterback coach comes in and all of a sudden your quarterbacks are gonna be, like that's not how it works. No. But at the same time, like should they be better? Yeah, they should be. Wait, can I can I can I end this on something really funny? Sure. Clemson won and dropped out of the poll. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Special thank you to co-host Stumpy and our good friend and longtime uh, permanent guest, I guess, of sorts, uh, Angus. You can check out Angus on Twitter at jburger90. You can try find Stumpy on Twitter at mrmojorising89. You can find me. Uh, Asa on Twitter, usually at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, and on that Twitter, it, it's sometimes me, sometimes Angus, sometimes Greg, sometimes whoever else. Uh, and uh, we're talking everything. So add us, don't add us. I don't know. We'll we'll say stuff uh, occasionally. Uh, you can't find us on Instagram. Uh, we're working on it. We'll get that up and running shortly. Um, we will be recording and releasing next week the the second episode of this week uh, a day late so that we can review the Jamaica game. So uh, there will not be an episode released uh, at at midnight on Thursday. It will be released uh, shortly thereafter after the Jamaica game. So probably around ten or eleven uh, p.m. Eastern. Uh, but a special thank you to our. Sponsors, the Smith Workforce Management Group and the Anchor app. And a special thank you to you, the listener. So please uh, like, subscribe, share, write reviews, give us five stars, all that stuff. We really appreciate it. Um, We couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.